Welcome to Inner Niche, where we turn our internal monologues into dialogue. This is Inner. Hi, this is Ish. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> that was so happy. I'm so proud of myself. Um, <laughs> I've been getting some feedback the last couple of weeks that I've sounded, um, I'm definitely sounding more mellow in comparison to you. <laughs> Mellow-ish so. needs to become happy-ish. <laughs> Exactly. So I hooked myself up with a cold brew and now I'm perky AF on this Sunday evening. (laughs) That's so funny. Well, you know, that's kind of like so appropriate for the episode we've got this week, isn't it? (laughs) You're right. It actually is. Um, Also, I'd like to point out and clarify the time difference um, between in there and myself. I feel like people often forget that we're literally on uh, what opposite ends of yep. the globe. Yep. So I'm like, Monday, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still like, fuck, ending the last week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely like a difference in, t- in in like timing and like state of mind, but it's kind of nice. Like I, I feel like for me, these Monday episodes like anchor the week for me. I'm like, right, you know, and same goes to you where you're like cleaning off the week with a nice detox of a, a podcast mm-hmm. episode. Hey, <laughs> it, you're you're totally right. And um, I, I find myself brainstorming during the week for these episodes. So it's really nice to just kind of um, end the week off with these episodes. But yeah, I, de- I definitely wanted to to clarify that time difference so people know um, why the <laughs> why there's a difference in energy levels. <laughs> You've clearly been hit up about that a bit. <laughs> She's like, let me just, just a couple different people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I would try to like contain this, but I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, you know, butthurt or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. I this... can sound happy and perky too. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, then people will be able to distinguish between the two of us because <laughs> we already true. sound so much similar. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Back to mellow. Yeah, back to, <laughs> back to mellowish. Yeah, um, but hey, g- thank you so much for all the love and the feedback that we've been getting. People have been noticing the difference in um, our approach. They've been noticing how much more candid we've been. Uh, people have been giving us, you know, just like random messages of what they'd like to hear, and um, it means the world to us because at the end of the day, we're just like two people sitting in different parts of the world looking into this computer screen and on this giant ass mic, right? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah. Like, um, and we're just sharing our experiences and hoping that they have an impact on whoever is listening. Mm-hmm. We had this like really nice message sent to us about how um, she'd listened to a couple of our episodes and how it, it affected her. And that really moved us. Like we, we both had like this moment of like, oh my God, this is why we do this. This is why it's worth it. Even just like one person reached is um, mission accomplished for us. So yeah. I know. Yeah. As corny as it sounds, even just impacting one person is um, 
is a huge accomplishment for us, I think. Absolutely. So keep them coming, guys. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to see differently, what you want to see more of. Um, we are all ears. So um, yeah, yes, we just yes, wanted, yes. yeah, just wanted to give you a little bit of love um, there. And yeah, other than that, we've been uh, we've been sitting on this episode, letting it brew. And um, so we're talking about the company we keep, aren't we, Ish? Mm-hmm. Friendships. Friendships. Um, and, and friendships or just relationships in general, any sorts of relationship, work, personal, sure. romantic, what else, whatever, you know, just the people you surround yourself with. And this was kind of, inf- um, I think it was- uh, The company that we keep in general, huh? Agreed. Absolutely. And um, it was inspired by an article Ishpreet did on her blog um, some time ago. And it was really important to her, actually. I know that when you were doing this um, article, you wanted to be so careful about how you worded what the message you were trying to get across without like w- giving equipping people with the most amount of information without hurting any feelings. And it, yeah. was, it was about um, friendship. Isn't it time we assess the company we keep? And you broke down the importance of the people who surround you, how to kind of like a how-to on how to assess the friendships you are and uh, you've got and and the strengths and weaknesses that those relationships bring to your life. Um, So exactly. Yeah. So we thought we thought we would um, talk about that and and start off by talking about more more the effect that people have on you. So once you're aware of that, then we can start assessing. So when we were doing research for this episode, as always, research, research, research. Hey, ish. <laughs> it's so important. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, we have to back up what we talk about. Agreed. So it's not like two of us just like talking out of our ass and making shit up. Like we we want literally <laughs> we want to like equip you guys with like as much information. Um, and 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 we think- cite our work too. So um, feel free to to, um, you know, hop on our website and click on the links that are at the bottom of each, um, what is it, episode link? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yep. So on a, you you will find show notes, um, uh, little key moments and, and references to everything that we've cited. Um, just because, um, you know, over time, like the both of us, we've, we've had a lot of experience, you know, compared to some of our listeners, or maybe not, but, but anything that we've learned across the, uh, you know, over time, we've, it's research, we've, we've read, or other podcasts we've listened to, or articles and whatnot. And so it's not just something that we're like, pulling out of the air and like, oh, doesn't the company we keep have an effect on us? Like, of course it does, but it's also substantiated with evidence. Um, So we just want to start off by saying that the company we keep is very important. Um, And there's a particular phenomenon, uh, a particular sort of character trait that all humans have and which is called emotional contagion. And this, the phrase emotional contagion embodies the idea that humans synchronize their own emotions with the emotions expressed by those around them, whether consciously or unconsciously. So let that sit for a second, mm. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So whoever we're It's heavy around, stuff. <laughs> it is. It is because the minute you realize that, that you 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 can kind of start thinking, hey, am I feeling this way because I'm truly feeling this way? Or have I been around people that have made me feel this way? So yeah, it's it's our mind has been wired to basically mimic those around us and, and the emotions around us. And um and while I was researching this, actually I had this like 
very aha moment. And I'm just going to read this for you. So or my my summary of this. So experts believe negative emotions are a lot easier to catch than positive ones. And the aha moment is that this is a reflect this is reflective of an evolutionary past. So highly attuned people to others negative emotions, i.e. pain, fear or disgust. It was directly linked to your survival. So if you were aware of like other people's fear, you were you were on high alert, like, hey, hang on, something might be coming. So I've got to be on alert. So it's it's quite interesting in that sense. So that's why negative emotions will you'll catch on a catch a lot quicker than positive ones. Um, So yeah, that's just setting the tone. They will literally save your life. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so that's why we want to share some examples. So, Ish, why don't you start off with um, some examples you want to share of um, in instances where the company you've kept has affected you? Okay. Well, I mean, first of all, um, just off the top of my head, um, when it comes to contagious energy, definitely a a true phenomenon in the gym. I go to the gym nearly every single day, I work out probably six to seven times a week. And um, when you're in the gym with like-minded people who also want to focus on their fitness for whatever the reason may be, um, all of that energy definitely balances off of one another and makes you want to work out harder. And, um, you know, versus maybe just running on the treadmill that you have at home, you know, because you you just, you know, what? Do you know what that just reminded me of? My brother, what? my brother and my gym. Um, so my, <laughs> what? So my brother's been in town and he, he he's like a bit of a gym junkie and he just left the other day. But he was like, yo, I need to go to the gym. And I'm like, all right, come to me with my gym. And uh, he goes to this gym and it's called The Well. And it's reflective of like a wellness center. It's so <laughs> It's so beautiful. And uh, I'm like, I love my gym. It's amazing. And so I go do this like amazing yoga class and I come out. I'm like, Harry, you ready to go? And he's like, yo, your gym sucks. And I'm like, what? And it's like, why? He's like, the dumbbells only go to 70. I'm like, yo, what do you need them to go to? He's like, at least 100. Anyways, he's, he goes, the music is like so chill. They're like, relax. There's no need to strain yourself. There's no need to lift heavy like, weights. I need some Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me about that. I'm like, yup, he felt it. He's like, I felt like I couldn't even make noise as I was lifting. Absolutely. I would feel really uncomfortable too in zen ass place where I'm just trying to like you know pump out some reps (laughs) meanwhile I'm like I feel so good for my day and I was like well at least it's pretty he was like yeah that's about all it is I'm like yo (laughs) it's definitely I feel like the gym you go to is more you know Bikram yoga Pilates versus mine (laughs) it's just like uh super tester testosterone if that's like a word and just like into pumping iron (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely relatable. So I mean, I do feel a lot more zen during the day. I can say that for sure. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like this, this is definitely a true phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, you other people's energies are contagious, and you you bounce off of those energies, and they affect you. So now that we know that positive, um, of course, you know, the gym has an impact because it's like other people, you know 
uplifting one another. There's also like research based on, uh, you know, supporting that reading articles of highly successful people will motivate you to become more successful because it becomes all of a sudden more relatable. Um, On Mm -hmm. the flip side of it, it, one of the things and Isham, I may be putting you on the spot here, but I know that the the psychological effect that carers have um, for looking after a loved one with, um, you know, for instance, your father's got Parkinson's disease and the effect mm-hmm. that it has on you is substantial, is it not? So talk us through that a little bit, because I feel like that's so relatable. We're all, um, you know, have some sort of situation around us where we're, you know, in, in the effect of helping somebody or inadvertently taking on some of that. Yeah, you know, um, you're absolutely right. It's actually very substantial. And that's why I feel like every day is um, such a task for me, not necessarily in a negative way. But um, so, you know, I'm I'm waking up in the morning uh, with feelings of uh, wanting to complete my own goals that I have set up for the day mm-hmm. while having to take care of and, um, you know, take care t- while taking care of someone else who's super sick and um, making sure that their goals are also checked off. And while making sure that their goals are checked off, I can um, definitely see myself compromising my own goals and my own happiness. So this is something that I have to be incredibly aware of. Um, Thankfully, um, I'm a caregiver for my father, but I'm also a nurse. I'm also um, a mental health patient, so it's kind of cool. Um, I'm I'm experiencing um, all of it, and I'm able to be aware of all of it because I'm equipped with the right tools because just coincidentally, I got the education that I needed. Um, <clears throat> but it's definitely the metaphor that I always use to describe my life really is I'm climbing up this, I'm I'm rock climbing up this mountain. And just as soon as I get to the top um, and I feel like I can swing my legs over and, you know, get the proper grip I need, there's somebody standing at the top stepping on my fingers. And, um, you know, I have to decide how strong I am to, um, whether or not I can bear them stepping on my fingers and letting myself drop down this mountain um, that I've climbed, or if I can um, just work through that and be strong enough to fight through that and get to the top. So that's That's literally how I, yeah, it's, it's extremely heavy. It's, it really is. I mean, I'm, I'm 28 years old and I've dealt with this all my life. So I feel like, um, I've reached a point where I I don't make it seem as heavy Mm -hmm. as heavy as it is, but it is, it's extremely heavy, Mm. but, um, you know, I've had a lot of experience and these coping mechanisms that I have, one being the gym are those, um, things that help keep me going. And throughout this process, I've learned that, people's energies really affect me. And I have all these hardships that I'm facing in life. One of the things that I can control are the energies that I'm allowing to enter my bubble. And those energies can be in the form of romantic relationships, friendships, um, people that I'm just meeting uh, in day-to-day life. And I, 
this is something that I have control over. I have control over the energies that I'm allowing to enter into my life. I don't have control over the fact that my father may have this terminal illness, you know? Um, So why not uh, just completely take over those factors, those um, variables that you can control in your life, such as relationships? And and also like half half of um, I don't, I don't know the exact like science here but um, anxiety is like related to the lack of control or the perception of the lack of control. Am I correct mm. in, in saying that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you so, definitely feel more anxious if you feel like you don't have control. Absolutely. So you know, the minute you identify those things that you know these these circumstances are out of your control and what is in your control, you can have a handle on things and just feel more confident and on top of it. Hey. Absolutely. And um, control, control definitely makes you feel more confident. And if you can come to the conclusion that, hey, I definitely do have control over the relationships I let into my life, um, I guarantee you, you'll, it'll definitely improve the quality of your life overall. Agreed. And and like, the thing is, though, that a lot of these um, things to be aware of is that a lot of the times the company we keep is our loved ones as well. Um, For instance, you know, if you've got one person in your family that, you know, is experiencing depression, anxiety, fear, or any of those things, the whole unit is affected by that. And, um, Mm. you know, one of the things that really set me to this path of like, uh, you know, trying to better myself was a conversation, not even a conversation was a little, a little phrase that my then two year old said to me, and um, I was really down, um, you know, just a lot of anxiety after after having uh, my child and um, anxiety and depression, postnatal depression or postpartum, as they call it in North America. And mm-hmm. um, it wasn't until and I could feel it, I can sense it. I was just in this downward spiral. And uh, when Seva started to become a bit more verbose and a vocal, he just he was too, you know, shy of two or, or whatnot, not even two. And he just sim- these simple words. He said, Mama, you not happy? And that, that really um, sort of shook me to my core a little bit, you know, because yeah. I realized in that second that in that moment, I realized that I've obviously taken on, uh, you know, other people's energies and, and I'm more susceptible to anxiety. I know that my mother suffered through depression and anxiety as well. And it was mm. in that moment I was like, shit, I can break the cycle here. You know, I can either pass it on to him. He's two and he's picked up that that I'm, you know, because they can pick up emotions. So um, they're so raw, you know, like they're very good at picking up raw emotions. And, and he was immediately able to see that. I, that they're so sensitive. So sensitive. And um, and so that was the mo- like the kind of a pivotal moment for me, because when he said that, it was like, I need to make some changes. I need to um address this I need to get on top of it because if I'm not a happy person and if I'm not regardless of like what I may have projected you know he was able to pick up that at the core that, that something wasn't right you know because we we're so ourselves when it's like a little toddler that you think is oh it's just a little human but meanwhile they're taking in everything so uh-huh. it, it was it was a decision I made at that point was that I need to get on top of this because the last thing I'm going to do is pass on my issues to my child um, uh-huh. and then you know it, it was a whole path of self-discovery lots of therapy lots of like lifestyle changes and lots of just self-awareness that took place you know from then till now which is like two and a half years later um so yeah you know a lot of our our own happiness and our own sadness and our own you know things that we're going through they 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 pass on to others and and it's because of this emotional contagion um 
you know, and the science behind it also is that, you know, it's a two-step process. So first we mimic and then we synchronize. So, you know, we, if, for instance, the example they've used in this research is that if you see somebody smile, you smile back. And then mm-hmm. by doing that, um, you then become happy, you know, so that smile turns into the emotion of happiness. So if you see somebody frowning, so all of a sudden, uh, you know, we were saying that if you're like, you just walking around pretty happy, but if you see somebody who's quite sad and, and upset or anything, and, and you, you get rid of that smile, then all of a sudden you're taking on that, that sort of <laughs> sadness that they are they're projecting. Mm-hmm. So, right. I mean, they're, they're energy is literally contagious. Absolutely. And that's the thing, because we're like, we always, I don't know, I, I, until this point, you just think, uh, I used to think that, yeah, you know, you can be happy and nothing's going to affect you. But there's actual science now that I've, that, that supports that we're going to pick up other people's, um, uh, their, their thoughts and, and what they're, they're um, feeling. And now there's a really important thing to sort of um, mention here. And it's, and it's empathy versus emotional contagion. So, the difference between the two um, is that in empathy, and this is literally the only difference between the two, is that you know in emotional contagion, you're relating to someone's emotions and empathy, you're relating to their emotions as well. But with empathy, mm-hmm. you can distinguish and differentiate between yourself and be like, those are their emotions and not mm. mine. So that's the key. So we're not saying, you know, like gotcha. shut yourself off and, and be like, stop sign, <laughs> go away. Right. I don't want to feel what you're feeling. Um, yeah. It, it, it's just the simple fact of realizing it's not your emotions. And even that dialogue, I think, in itself, if you, you know, stop for a second in your head and be like, oh, they're feeling this, not me. I feel like that. Yeah, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I Sorry to cut you off. I no. literally experienced this this morning morning. Um, Tell us. So we have this neighbor here and she's, um, she's got a dog as well. I have a dog and she walks her dog and we've kind of formed this relationship just from both having dogs and um, starting a dialogue because of that. And so she has recently lost her husband and I was, um, you know, giving her my sh- condolences and just sharing my, my love and er- energy with her this morning and she was sharing the experience of losing her husband. And while she was experiencing that, she was, you know, um, getting teary eyed and crying. And I just remember <clears throat> from the last couple of years, I've definitely worked on being very in tune with my emotions. And I remember allowing myself to be open to her sadness and her emotions and also experiencing that sadness and emotion and letting her see that I'm truly empathetic and I truly feel for her sadness and her loss. And I think she could feel that by looking into my eyes that, hey, this person really cares about the feelings that I'm feeling currently. But at the same time, I was also able to kind of draw a mental line where, um, you know, I was able to draw that line of the sadness that I'm sharing with her for her and how I'm not currently sad. I'm I'm happy. I'm having a good day, but I'm, I'm able to pause during my day and share the sadness with her and then carry on. Um, so you're absolutely right. The, that awareness of knowing that that's their sadness and that it's their feelings and not yours is very important. Absolutely. Hey, what was that? What was that like 
30 minute YouTube clip you sent me on empath empaths or, or <laughs> and, and I, I just I just saw like the opening credit. I was like, fuck this shit. I don't have 38 minutes to That's watch like this. Crazy hippie shit that I send you when I'm having like epiphanies <laughs> at 2 a.m. <laughs> so tell us more about that because I want to know more. But I feel like you know, the minute you said that, I was like, oh man, am I taking on people's stuff? <laughs> what was that all about? So there is this whole phenomenon about people called empaths, where basically it's um, <clears throat> this group of people in this world who are uh, more highly in tuned with other people's feelings and are noticeably more em- um, empathetic than, um, I guess, your average person that you would meet in day-to-day life. And so basically... Um, Uh, these people will walk into a room and if there's somebody in that room that's feeling very anxious or very sad, mad, what have you, uh, people who are empaths will pick up on those energies and just be very sensitive to those energies. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's really all that means. And I was kind of like, you know, researching and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely an empath because uh, I I feel like I pick up on all different sorts of energies. And so I was like, let me just share this with in there because um, I feel like this is a superpower that she needs to know about. Well, I, I mean, ever since you sent it to me and I literally watched the first like, I don't know, 30 seconds, 45 seconds where it summarized like, are you an empath? And it was like, blah, blah, blah. If you feel this, I'm like, yeah, I do. And then I just was like, made my own conclusion. And I made a mental note to go back and watch it, which I forgot until now. Um, But but I've been more aware since then. I'm like, you know, because I was feeling and and I've talked to my therapist about this as well, like I would feel highs and lows, and it would have nothing to do with what happened to me, you know, so I'd I'd feel like really anxious. And um, if some something was going on in somebody else's life, or what I would take it all on. Um, And so that that literally was like, okay, these, and okay, pause. I was taking on things, but I was also like going into solution mode. So feeling like it was, um, you know, something that I had to fix. So I would immediately go into like, what can I do to fix this? And the, the point that the therapist had made for me is that you have to wait for the person to ask for that help. Because if you're just like giving them solutions and they're not wanting it, you're just like being obnoxious, you know? <laughs> Yeah, even though you're coming absolutely. from, even though you're coming from a good spot. So a, I'm anxious. B, I'm like throwing out all these solutions and trying to like come up with like the answer. And now C, I'm like obnoxious. So it's like a lose right. lose situation, right? So you yeah. know, and she'd said just like listen, be there, and you know, be a hundred percent there. Communicate that you're there in every sort of way, but like don't necessarily take that on and don't force it on them in, until they're ready for it. Um, mm. So yeah, so literally. That was something um, very recent. And um, hey, tell us about one of the Yeah, go on. Sorry, I just one of the quotes that really uh, stuck out to me um, in one of the in some of the articles that we were were researching before this uh, episode was um, a person's happiness is related to the happiness of their friends, their friends, friends and their friends, friends, friends. That is to people well beyond their social horizon. So um you know, this person that I spoke to this morning um, affected me and now I'm talking to you and it might affect you. So that's just how energies, um, that's just kind of like uh, how energies trickle down, you know? I love that. Um, Yeah. 
I love that. Yeah, because yeah. no, it's so true because it, it literally, you know, can change um, my my interactions and whoever I talk to and then they talk to. It's like a domino effect. Um, and, and it's so fascinating. And I love that we get to talk about this, actually, um, because, you know, the tangible or the physical things are so easy to label or to have solutions to. And I feel like in our generation, this like mind stuff, you know, everything to do with the mind, um, it's kind of been neglected. So talking about it, it's just like opens up your horizons a little bit, you know, so we can, because there's, there's so much dialogue of, oh, I'm my father's son or my mother's daughter, you know, like, it's like, this is who I am. And it's like, no, you can actually actively change that, you know, like how much you can make- literally actively Absolutely. change that. Like Nate, there's, you know, to this day, there's a debate of nature versus nurture and how much like, you know, how what the ratio can be and how much you can change it and whatnot. So you can like actively change all these things that you think that you're predestined to be, you know, like you don't necessarily have to be an asshole your whole life. You can actively change that, you know. (laughs) I mean, it's true. Being there, there definitely is like a, I feel like a genetic asshole quality, but there's Mm -hmm. also, um, you know, that awareness that you can develop and then change that asshole quality so Absolutely. that future generations don't inhibit that or and also like being a pushover like you don't necessarily have to be like oh this is just who I am I don't have the courage or the strength to do whatever whatever and like of course like some people it will come a lot more naturally to and you'll have to put more effort into that than others do um so that's why like I just I really love that we ha- we're able to like have this dialogue of like you don't necessarily have to be stuck with who you are or, or you know be tied into like oh you know this is my faith and you know, blah blah some people are just born geniuses and whatnot and it's like no you just need to put a little bit more effort in (laughs) don't be lazy exactly exactly (laughs) and then I feel like when it comes to um just assessing the company that we keep um I feel like the, the most important uh takeaway message here is that you have to focus on the energies that these people are bringing to you and if you focus on the happy energy that these people are bringing to you then you're more likely to um, only let people with happy energies into your life. And what I also picked up from this article was this happy bug. So if you keep letting these happy bugs into your life, then um, eventually everyone in your life is going to have that type of energy and you're just going to be surrounded with positive qualities, which um, will help you rise during those those days where you don't feel as positive, um, you know, but having said that, I think it's that, that conversation we had this morning of, um, like happiness, sorrow and whatnot, they're all emotions. So sadness, you do have to feel it. And I feel like there's so much of this dialogue these days in, um, you know, it's like in vogue to be happy, right? But Mm -hmm. that's not the only emotion that our bodies are equipped to handle. So I feel like my personal two bits, and I I haven't really looked into this too much, is that do we not need to experience everything to be a, a balanced individual? So, right. I mean, so if we're if we're like super, you know, only focusing on one, won't that like imbalance of emotion manifest itself in something else? Absolutely. Right. You so, literally have to experience everything to um, to differentiate all the different types of emotions. 
Yeah. So, I mean, like, of course, you know, and then then again, it's like the empathy versus emotional contagion, right? So it's like have empathy towards those people who are who are experiencing um, sadness. I think I think the, the point we want to make here is like be aware of when something is contagious. So, of course, we want to experience everything. We want to be balanced individuals, you know, and be there for people when they need them. But there's certain individuals who lack that self-awareness so much that they're putting all their shit onto you. So you as a person then need to make that that sort of, um, first of all, that assessment and then mm-hmm. make the decision of, you know, why they're- The assessment that it's their energy and not absolutely. yours. And then, then kind of like make the decision of like how much of an impact is that having on you? And it's, if it's mm-hmm. having a massive, massive negative impact on your your wellness, then that's a decision you And if you it's need worth the impact. Agree. If that, if that relationship in your life is worth that impact because some relationships just aren't. Absolutely. Some are just like, take, 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 right? And then it's just like, well, what am I doing this if it's like having such an impact on me? Um, So yeah, so now that we've like equipped you with all this information of like, uh, you know, the effect that the your company yeah. you keep has on you. So now we're also just, trying to give you solutions as well. <laughs> agreed, agreed. So we're not like cut everyone out, only keep happy people around because you know, then then I guess yeah. that's another way of being an asshole as well. Right, <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> no, Sorry. we're gonna give you solutions, guys. <laughs> yeah. So I love this article that you wrote because I know you put a lot of thought and effort into it. And it was, you know, just saying that mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of things are beyond our control and that uh that the people that you surround yourself with, you can have control over them. So you started with, um, I've got your article in front of me. So it's it's saying, start by looking at the importance of friendships. So, and the things you've mentioned here is they add meaning to our lives um, yeah. and they're part of a sacred relationship, you know, um, and which you've constructed from your wants and needs. <laughs> yeah. Well-written, Ishfried. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and you've written friends can be soulmates as well and research yeah. shows that they increase our longevity so you know that's that's uh having companionship i mean there's a whole thing that we can go into you know companionship and that uh, sense of belonging and and now that we know that their their emotions rub off on you and if they're those strong healthy type of relationship that they can uplift you so you know if you're not Absolutely. if you're not feeling secondhand stress or secondhand anxiety you know which is a thing guys that sec- feeling secondhand emotions is a hundred percent a thing so if you're not mm. feeling secondhand stress to somebody else then it's not going to affect your it's not going to you know it's not going to manifest itself in the metaphysical form on on your body um so now that we know the importance of it you've got let's how to assess and i love what you've done here is that you can kind of do you know give yourself some time and do a a pros and cons almost list yeah (laughs) yeah so talk us through that what were you feeling when you wrote all this this down which Uh, is i love it was just very it was just really real i mean um as i've mentioned before i kind of took like a life hiatus last couple of years and it was a time during which i was really just able to think about my life the relationships in my life etc and um there you know as I've mentioned before, I do have a father who has this terminal illness and there's so many other factors in my life where I saw that, Hey, I don't have control over these things. But then, um, I wanted to think about what I do have control over. And one thing that I do have control over is the relationships that I allow into my life. And these relationships can be as small as 
the barista that I mm-hmm. regularly visit during the week um, to the friendships that I have in my life to the person that I'm romantically involved with. Um, these are all relationships that I feel I have control over. So why, you know, there isn't much in life that we have absolute control over. Um, but when it comes to relationship with a little bit of confidence and a little bit of, um, you know, proverbial balls, I feel like we literally do have control over relationships. I know some people can feel, um, uh, just stressful about some relationships because they don't feel like they can get rid of them. But, um, with enough assertion and confidence, you can get rid of toxic relationships. Absolutely. You can just start putting distance, you know, and, and that distance itself will, will give you more strength because you'll feel a lot more fulfilled and a lot happier just um, and content on your own. Um, exactly. And a really simple example of that is, you know, um, if I, I'm, I'm going to a place to grab my coffee and these people are being rude with me and not very um, concerned with my coffee preferences, right? Like this is like a super basic example. And um, I'm choosing to go here and I'm choosing to pay them um, for this service. Whereas mm-hmm. I can go to a different place where they're much perkier, happier, positive vibes, positive energy. Um, maybe the coffee's even better. Um, <clears throat> so these are controlled variables um, where I do have control over them. So um, in this in this whole you know mess of life, um, there's only a couple things that we have control over. So why not control them? So that's kind of what inspired this article. Right. And also like, um, on, uh, you know, going, uh, attaching onto that is that a lot of the times that whatever those people were feeling or people around us are feeling is a reflection of what they're going through. And um, Hmm. we often, you know, it takes a lot of experience. I know it's taken me a lot of years and confidence and experience to get to the point where if somebody's being an asshole, I don't automatically assume like, shit, what did I do? Like, what, what, how, right. you know, why are they acting this way towards me? What's wrong with me? Whereas now I look Maybe at it Maybe they're be like, just having a really bad exactly. day. Exactly. I'm like, that's your, hmm. that's your mess. You know, <laughs> like, exactly. stop vomiting it's it really, onto me. <laughs> it's really important to differentiate that. And um, sometimes you're not in a place where you can say, hey, stop vomiting that on me. <laughs> But, um, you know, like, think it, don't say it, friends. (laughs) (laughs) But you're able to just like, know that it's a them problem and not a you problem. You're like, all right, I'm gonna walk away with my soy latte. Have myself a really nice day while you fester away. Yeah, whatever. In your misery. Yeah. And exactly. do you, I remember when we um had a conversation about this episode, we were talking about how like um like not only should we be selective of the company we keep, but we should also be a bit more receptive to being a good person for people to want to engage with. For instance, um, my realization that I've got resting bitch face and, you know, <laughs> so I, would, I would be like, what an asshole, like blah, blah, blah. Like, you Maybe know, my RBF doesn't really help with their already <laughs> shitty day. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I've noticed that Maybe a lot. Smile a little bit more. Yeah. Just like relationships in our lives, you know, like some people I've come in contact with and, and I've just made like such poor 
judgments because I was just, you know, couldn't be bothered. So I, I think even in the last few months of um, self-awareness on, on the company we keep, you know, I had to reflect on myself once again, check myself and be like, what am I putting out there? Right. And um, a lot of those people that I had misjudged have become good friends and like, you know, really fun people. So it's like, okay, if I, I probably wasn't the most inviting person in those circumstances. And, and that's okay too, because I know it takes me a very long time to open up um, and just be myself. Shit, it took me a year to put my name to this podcast, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and so it's okay. Awareness like, is key. Mm, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Actually, yeah, that's that's probably the perfect segue to give us, give the the closing of like, <laughs> now that you have all this information, you can make Although these, I like, feel like I could go on forever with this oh, particular I know. episode. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Like, the, the company we keep has such such an important impact on us. Um, but the the biggest thing, and now that we know that it's it's um, psychological for us to like take on other people's stuff, right? And it says, um, you know, like today, the biggest takeaway for me on all the research we've done is that yes, today picking up on social cues and other people's emotions allows us to you know live in harmony and be aware and be empathetic. But like we said, empathy versus emotional contagion was that being aware that um, you're able to differentiate that it's them and not me, right? So, hmm. so how do we how how does this all affect? our emotional well-being is it positive is it negative and and then you know being aware that we can be sympathetic towards other people and but also be aware of our natural instinct to want to mimic right so mm-hmm. that's what we have to always come back to so if you're feeling a certain way just have think about your day think about what's been going on and actually realize wait was this me or is this somebody else's stuff that I've taken on um mm-hmm. and also like very interestingly is um Applying this in terms of leadership, you know, saying it was saying that, you know, if you're in a position of wanting to get people on board, like you can be contagious in that way. So it's not like, oh, look at this idiot over here, like shouting and going, yay, team, whatever. It actually does have effect on people. So if you're a team leader or if you're like a manager or if you're working on some sort of project or whatever, you can be that voice of um, positive energy and get people on board. And um yeah, so you can, you can being aware of all this, you can use it to your advantage now. Which is a helpful tool in the workplace as well. A great it, workplace or even the home with your children, you know, if they're, you know, having some sort of like an episode, you can change that energy. You can, you can, mm. you know, talk about something else, be like, hey, let's go do some arts and crafts. I don't know. Let's do this with my kid all the time. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, my brother yeah. was making fun of me that I get them like really worked up, you know, when they're about to go to <laughs> sleep. And then I was like, okay, yeah, yeah I guess I probably shouldn't. <laughs> and, and my sister. <laughs> not, not before bedtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had three toddlers in the house. It was uh, lots of fun for two weeks. <laughs> but lots of high energies going around. But he's like, you got to get stop getting them so worked up. And I'm like, oh, shit. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, use that. Now that you, you've got that power, that oh power. Yeah, it is sort of power. But now that you got that knowledge yeah. of the effect that to, uh, you know, at a very subconscious level that energies have on other people, you can use that to your advantage. Um you know, don't be manipulative. <laughs> yeah. Use power with great power comes great responsibility, right? What is Use that? It as, as a positive, as a positive resource, a positive tool. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Um, any parting words, Ishpreet? 
Um, <clears throat> no, I mean, I feel like uh, basically the, the moral of this episode is just to be aware of the energies that you're allowing into your life and to be aware that it, to be um, to, to be able to differentiate uh, energies that other people are bringing into your life versus what you feel and um, to not let the negative affect you and only let the positive affect you. Absolutely. Yeah. Awareness literally will be awareness the, will be <laughs> the, the common denominator in every one of our episodes. Um, hey, you wanted to mention something about self-awareness, um, more so like how to find inner self-awareness. Yeah. So I feel like there's a difference between um, being equipped with knowledge and reading up on articles, reading up on books, having degrees, um, you know, whatever. And then there's also a difference between inner awareness where um, you have to work on that inner awareness through uh, deep contemplation, meditation, working out, spending a lot of time with yourself and learning about yourself. And so there's, there's definitely a difference between, um, you know, uh, outside resources and inner resources. So there's two different types of resources, um, or there's, sorry, there's two different types of awarenesses that we should be aware of. And if you, you have to have both of those types of awarenesses to, um, be able to differentiate what energies you're letting into your life. Right. Reflection. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it yeah, absolutely exactly. does. It's like reflecting on these are all the resources that are available, right? And which one applies to mm -hmm. me and how much of what applies to me? Because there are going to be so many things that, you know, your, your, your sort of upbringing, your sort of um, environment that are going to have a different impact on you as to some other people, right? So you've you've got to you've got to be very very alert of why you're doing certain things and want to be alert of why you're doing certain things, and then reflect on it, and then see what parts you can actively try to work on. And it doesn't mean that you have to wake up tomorrow and um, you know be completely re renewed and a brand new person. That's not the, the the point. The point is just making that that conscious decision to want to better yourself. And for me, like literally that decision happened two and a half years ago and I'm still every single week like you know learning the whole resting bitch face and me probably being you know putting <laughs> off the asshole vibe you know was was a conversation we had two weeks ago and I'm like hey shit yeah. you know and and from that point <laughs> you're always learning but you've got to just anchor yourself with a thought RBF that is great though RBF is a great defense mechanism as well I know but, but it's my aware default. of the RBF I know I know it's like literally my default it's so bad awareness is key yeah, yeah that's it awareness definitely awareness and um yeah so, so you know you're you're never gonna Look, your default position should be that um, I, I don't know all. And that way you're like opening yourself up to be better, learn more and, yeah. and just um, surround yourself with like minded people and just grow. You know, that's all, that's all we can say. So be aware of the company you keep. It has an effect on you. Also be aware of the the impact that you're having on others around you. And be aware um, of the displacement of feelings. Absolutely. Um what do you mean? Elaborate. <laughs> uh, the displacement of feelings, just that, you know, maybe you're not having a shitty day, but be because gotcha. you bumped into someone who is having a shitty day, you're now transferring mm. their shitty energy onto somebody else. So it's literally um, an indirect transference of 
shitty energy. Love it. So, I mean, guys, anybody who doesn't know this, Ishpreet does have a psychology degree. So, like, she'll throw all this, like, psycho, you know, psycho mama jumbo wet at me yeah, sometimes. Definitely. I also have I'm a like, nursing degree. So, I'm That's like, I'm definitely just like into the medical world. And <laughs> actually, I kind of want to wrap this around with um, social media and the indirect relationships that we um, exhibit through social Ooh, media. So, if you're one. following a bunch of accounts that, kind of have like negative energy Mm -hmm. where it's like um, gossipy memes, just like maybe very like reality and Kardashian oriented. That's going to have um, a major effect on you. And then therefore um, anyone that you're, um, you know, interacting with moving forward, uh, that energy is going to be transferred onto them. So. And we did an no, episode you, on that of um we a, absolutely did the, the art, art of social, social right? yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and we touch base on that so much of how much that that affects yourself and and your you know because it, it, it's a show reel so you have to be aware that everything you're seeing is this picture perfect edited world which isn't necessarily real life people aren't putting their shitty moments on there and so mm-hmm. once again awareness right because if you're more susceptible to um, feeling anxious when seeing other people's fabulous lives then you need to like shut it down and realize hey this this isn't what their real life is and be aware of that. But if you look at it as a positive and you want to use it as a mood board of inspiration, then it can have that exactly. effect on it as well. So it literally, I'm so glad you brought that up because it's good to kind of, it's irrelevant to the now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and that's literally um, what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be one of those accounts on social media that's only transferring positive energy or just real energy in general. Um, and so I feel like, um, you know, that's one of the few things in life that we do have control over the accounts that we follow on social media. Um, make sure those accounts are um, are valuable to you that are affecting your life in a positive way. Um, because, uh, you know, there, like I said, there's very little we do have control over. So yeah, I think that's a major takeaway message. Um, awareness is key. Awareness is always key. Um, (laughs) I I think that that's about does us. Um, thanks for listening guys. Um, if you have any other questions, you want to learn more, if you want to see the articles that we've talked about, we'll be placing them all onto our website and onto the show notes. So head over to innerniche.com and be sure to like and subscribe our episodes and um, give us feedback. You know, let us know what you mm-hmm. thought, what you want to hear more of, because um, that makes it a lot easier for us to give you what you want rather than sitting here and kind of guessing about it, about it. So yeah, head over to innerniche.com, leave your messages, send us some um, love on Instagram and yes. be sure to subscribe us on iTunes. Um, That's it for us, guys. Bye. Bye.